Hello and welcome to the 49ers First in 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news, first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Pilares. We are officially 17 days away from the 2023 NFL Draft, 18 days away from the 49ers' first scheduled pick in the third round, pick number 99. Lindsay, we're getting so close. Are you excited? Definitely. I When you gave me that day breakdown, it definitely made it seem a lot more real because it's, it's just over two weeks out, which is crazy to think because it feels like it's been forever and also not forever since the end of the season, but I'm ready for at least the beginnings of the football offseason big events happening. (laughs) Yeah, the draft seems like the busiest time in the football year as far as content goes for us. Just so many new guys we're going to be introducing to the faithful so quickly and constantly working on our feet. Like, who knows if a trade is made or anything crazy happens. It's just a really fun time, and I can't wait for that time to come. All right, so as a refresher to the faithful, we've got 11 picks in this draft starting at the 99th overall pick, three picks in the third round, three picks in the fifth round, one pick in the sixth round, and four picks in the seventh round. So a pretty wide selection deep in this year's draft. Lindsay, what's the team's main goal heading into this year's draft? Yeah, so if I had to pick a theme or, you know, mantra that I feel like the 49ers are operating with, it's just a search for depth. And that's not so different from last year's goal. And it's because the core of the 49ers roster is intact. Yes, there were some people that departed in free agency that had previously been part of the core. I'm looking at, you know, tackle Mike McGlinchey, a Jimmy Ward, uh, you know, an Aziz Alshire who played bigger roles and were definitely starters for the 49ers. But there is enough that's left over from that 2022 NFC Championship game roster that depth is really all the 49ers are looking for. And that's something that both general manager John Lynch and head coach Kyle Shanahan have really reiterated, whether it was at the Combine or the NFL annual league meeting. Um, And that kind of lines up with the picks that are actually available to the 49ers, because as you mentioned, there's a ton of them, 11 picks, a lot of them uh, made up of those compensatory picks, but they don't actually start until the second day of the draft. So in round three, and then they come very quickly one right after each other. Um, But again, you're going to be able to find quality talent there, especially with the 49ers who have become very skilled at picking later in the draft. Um, So that's kind of lines up with what we actually have to work with and what the team actually has. Um, And so, you know, it's it's going to be another flexing of the muscles for the 49ers brass, but they are used to picking late in the draft and they know how to do that very effectively. So I'm, I'm so excited just to see those gems that they're able to pick up. Faithful Lindsay wrote this article that was just published this morning, the 49ers draft needs and position group strength in 2023. And if you haven't read up on that, it's a fabulous wrap up of the position groups and the 49ers are likely going to look to add depth to and the strength of those position groups in this year's draft class. Be sure to check out the full article on 49ers.com, but Lindsay, what are those position groups that the 49ers could be targeting in the upcoming draft? Yeah, so I said this uh, in the article as well, in no particular order, and this is just my opinion, this is something that has been 
so hotly debated around the league and it will continue to be hotly debated until after the draft. But I'm really looking at tackle, cornerback, edge rusher, tight end, and safety as the five position groups that the 49ers can definitely bolster via the draft. Some some of uh, the depth that they already found was via free agency, but adding even more um, coming up at the end of April. So we can uh, we can break it all down. Yeah, let's dive deeper into that. One specific position that we knew was going to be a topic of conversation is right tackle. With the departure of Mike McGlinchey to the Denver Broncos, at the annual league meeting a few weeks ago, general manager John Lynch said Colton McKivitz is the projected starter for that position. But why would it be smart to draft some guys at tackle? And does this year's draft class fit that need? Yeah, so exactly what you said. Right now, if the season were to start today, it would be Colton McKivitz, who has spent the last three seasons with the 49ers. But, you know, in addition to depth, the 49ers always want competition within their position groups because they want to get the best out of their guys, right? So you want somebody that is going to complement Trent Williams well, the 49ers believe that's Colton McKivitz, but, you know, play in the trenches. It's physical, it's tough, and you don't get any downs off, right? Unless you have kind of that rotating situation that we saw with Daniel Brunskill and Spencer Burford. For the most part, if you are an offensive lineman, you are playing a lot of snaps. And so, you know, injuries happen. We see it happen time and time again, just with every team across the board. Guys get hurt. Guys go down. Um, they need to take some snaps off. Um, so insulating at that position is absolutely never a bad idea. Um, so as we said, Colton McKivitt's kind of number one on that depth chart right now. Behind him, the 49ers have three options, just depending on how they want to go. The newly signed John Feliciano, he was previously a center with the New York Giants. He had 15 starts last season, but the good thing about John Feliciano is that he has played up and down the line at basically every position. Uh, so he's very much a plug and play offensive lineman. The 49ers also recently signed Matt Pryor, and then they've got Jalen Moore, who was on the 53-man roster last season. Um, so again, they've got options, but it never hurts to have more, right? Um, and so offensive tackle, it's interesting because it actually isn't one of the stronger position groups as named by some of the NFL analysts um, for 2023. Out of the 11 position groups, offensive tackle is actually number eight. So definitely not one of the stronger position groups of this incoming draft class. All right. Well, from 2021 to 2022, we've seen our defensive backfield get stronger and some young guys and free agents really flourish and help make last season's defensive unit the number one defense in the league. For cornerbacks, it looks like Traverius Ward, a.k.a. Mooney, and Diamador Lenore are our key guys at that position. But why is a cornerback a key position for fans to keep their eye on in this year's draft? Yeah, so I think, again, it's just about handling some of the departures we saw in free agency. So because it was Mooney and Demo at that number one and two cornerback positions, we saw Jimmy Ward take over at Nickelback and really thrive in that position. He, of course, has now taken an opportunity with the Houston Texans. Um, and so the 49ers have signed Isaiah Oliver and Miles Hartsfield to have some options at that role. They also have Samuel Womack and Ambry Thomas, who were on the roster last season. 
But the thing about cornerbacks is that that position group has been named the strongest for the upcoming draft class. Um, So it couldn't hurt to shop around because there is going to be some top tier talent available. All right. While we're on defense, let's move up to the defensive front. San Francisco, arguably, and with a very strong argument, in my opinion, has the best defensive line in the league with 2022 Defensive Player of the Year Nick Bosa on the edge and newly signed free agent Javon Hargrave coming from the Philadelphia Eagles and fortifying the 49ers interior. That's just a really special group. But I know Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are never against making it even more special why do they still have their eye on edge rusher position? And how is the 2023 class of rookies looking at edge rusher? Yeah, so it's interesting. We talk about the number one overall defense, but in the offseason interviews done by both John and Kyle, we hear them say that they want to continue to make that defensive front even stronger. And they always look back to that 2019 group as being kind of the standard for excellence on the defensive front and that's not to say that there isn't a ton of talent you just named the three big reasons why but they just want to continue to make that defensive front stronger and stronger as you said um so you want somebody that can complement defensive player of the year nick bosa uh on the edge and so cleland farrell and austin bryant are going to be options um, they are also hoping that Drake Jackson, who was a second round pick from last year, really makes a big jump. Um, but we're going to have to wait to see his progress through the offseason programming to see how that gets underway. Javon Kinlaw is also an option. He just has been dealing with that lingering knee issue. So again, going to have to wait and see how that materializes. But again, uh, the defensive front is an option to fortify via the draft. And it seems like there is a decent amount of talent in this upcoming draft class. The group is ranked third overall in strength. So, you know, could be an option to shop around in those, in that third round when the 49ers have, you know, a a pretty good amount of picks. Nice. So as far as skill position players go on offense, the 49ers are definitely locked in. They've been getting top grades for their group of guys that are scoring the touchdowns on game days. But one that was outlined in your article was tight end. Why could drafting some guys and adding depth at that position really be important this year? Yeah, so I think this position specifically is of interest to the 49ers just because of the strength of the incoming draft class, kind of like cornerback. Um, tight end is the second strongest position group of the 2023 prospects. And just the possibility of getting a high quality player is very, very high. Um, and that's how they acquired George Kittle, you know, six seasons ago. So it never hurts to shop. Um, and also the 49ers opted to keep four tight ends in 2022, which was George Kittle, Ross Dwelly, and Charlie Warner. Um, they also had Tyler Croft under contract. Uh, for the 2022 season. So if they want to continue going with that group of four tight ends, there is one spot available on the roster. As of right now, it's just Dwelly, Warner, and Kittle that are under contract for 2023. Uh, So this might just be a great opportunity to capitalize on all the talent that is incoming in 2023 and find another gem. You know, it'd be great to find another George Kittle because, um, you know, he's been just game-changing for the franchise. Finally, we're going a little over 10 minutes, but the last position group we could take a look at is safety. Tell me about the state of that position for the 49ers. 
Could young talent be a benefit for the team here? The answer is always yes. Um, yeah, so it sounds like uh, we are in great shape because Talano Hufanga, first-year All-Pro in 2022, and Tashawn Gibson Sr. are back for 2023. I don't imagine that either of them are going to really have to be competing for their jobs just because they played so well last season. Um, but I think this is a position that the 49ers could continue to bolster simply because Tashawn Gibson Sr. actually contemplated retirement in the offseason. He has played well into the double digits in terms of an NFL career, and he's he's doing great, obviously. He was the interceptions leader last season, but in order to really ensure year-to-year success at the position, I think it's it's definitely a group worth looking at. Right now, the 49ers did sign Miles Hertzfield um, in that free agency class, and then they do have still George Odom on the roster as options. But again, more numbers are just always better. The only hang-up here is that safety is actually – 10th overall out of 11 in terms of position group strength. So I think it's just going to depend on who is available in that third round if the draft picks stay as is. All right, we'll see how it plays out and we'll keep you updated on all of the latest offseason information always on 49ers.com and right here on First and 10. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this offseason update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. (laughs) 